0: March 1998, just a year after he met the great Chico Ria, Avishai Cohen has released his first album, Adama. I met Avishai in October 2019, and we began our journey with Ora, the opening track of
1: Adama. My name is Barry Cohen, and you are listening to For The Records.
0: It's interesting that you're asking me that now, because two days ago when we were flying from Paris to Prague, I decided to uh, listen to it again after many years that I haven't listened to it. I don't usually listen to my music that much. I, I, I'm too involved in order to uh, enjoy it, but uh, I decided to go back to that record. One thing is for sure, I've enjoyed how naive it was you know in a good way because there's something about the first presentation or the first time you decide to share what you do which is in one sense it's uh, scary and in another it's the most exciting because it's the very first time you expose your art your emotions your your own self you know And of course I remember how it was produced by Chikoria and he was sitting there with us and the whole atmosphere, uh, those days were some of my most memorable, favorite, exciting days in my career. Very pivoting, you know, like, uh, it's some of uh, of the most important days of of my life. You know I remember just a friend of mine in, uh, in New York at those days and when we were in our 20s he composed uh, something and called it after his mother and then I was just inspired to do the same especially on my first offering, my first record it just so happens that uh, the first track on the record is, is, is her but that wasn't intentional, it's just that musically it fit to be the first one we thought but maybe it's beyond that, it's just a bigger thing Where, yeah, my mother is so um, vibrant, so um, influential in my creative life that it it just makes sense. Called it Aura because Aura is not only her name, it's just an an aura type of thing, you know, that that tune I think has, you know. Like uh, most boys in the world, I admire and (laughs) love my mother uh, to death, you know, like uh, I I can't think of... uh, other than my children now, of uh, another person that I love in the same way. You know, uh, My mother is uh, very dear to me. And also, uh, I, I've had the luck, and still do, of having her around in, that se- in the way where she, she has so much culture and tradition to offer just because who she is and how she grew up. And uh, the, the person that she is, she's artistic. She was an art teacher. She made her art and at home as we were kids always. She's got her studio. And she loves music and listens to a lot of classical music. And for her enjoyment, she sings uh, songs that she loves. So the atmosphere, or the artistic atmosphere with her was um, a daily given uh, situation, which is priceless. Still is still is she's um she loves music and art and she uh is uh involved in my creation because like you said before she i chose one of her paintings to be the cover of my latest record Arvoles, and i'm still inspired by the the songs that she sings and and i um arrange them and sing them so you know it's a big content to have a mother like that uh as, as an inspiration latest album is kind of like going back funny enough I was uh, playing some of that music to chick and he thought that it was a throwback to my first records like Adama which has some horns in it and the writing maybe has to do with my that DNA of of my writing and different influences there's never concepts behind my records really but the only thing that I had as a concept was to to record a trio record with the new music but highlight the melodies and the arrangements with two horns, uh, flute and trombone, which I love so much, and less to feature them as soloists, more like to have a trio record, but highlighted by those horns for the written music. is uh, trees in Ladino, in Spanish it's arboles with a B, so it is a very um, interesting difference that you have with Ladino which is so, so much uh, based on Spanish but also has differences in it like with letters sometimes and that's a great example of the difference between trees in Spanish and in Ladino. On the new album are uh, fantastic musicians that are now touring with me as well in the last year and a half. And that's uh, Noam David on drums, which is uh, an old friend and colleague of mine. We started playing together when we were 16 in high school. We had the first jazz band together. With in high school? The, yeah. In Israel with the Amos Hoffman and Chai Bachal.
2: It was really pleasure to be in the rhythm section with Avishai because uh, his playing was challenging me all the time because he really was all, all the time on top of the beat, you know, like very groovy, very hip, and
0: it makes me uh, play better. He was always uh, really um, naturally gifted, you know, like um, he could pick any instrument and make sense, he's one of those guys, but with drums, he's very um, fluent and very, uh, he's got this round rhythm to him. And like, he plays like a dancer, like he's dancing. So he's wonderful on, on, on the record and on, on the shows, of course. And um, he luckily recommended El Cinchirinov about a year and a half ago. I was looking for a piano player and I, I was talking to Noam about it. And he says, Man, I know this guy. I met him a few years ago.
3: Noam David, we met in Poland. The city Jori. So we stayed in touch, but not very often, you know, to be honest. And after four or five years later, he wrote me that, "Hey Elchin, you know, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I introduced you to go Cohen."
0: He's from Azerbaijan, and I'm, wow. I don't expect to get a piano player playing jazz uh, from Azerbaijan, but sure enough, I went uh, to YouTube and checked him out, which is a great thing these days that you can do. And I really loved his playing because I thought he was um, very intelligent and very sensitive and very uh, interesting. And I, I I called him out of the blue.
3: Hey Elchin, this is Alisha, I <laughs> I was like, what? What the fuck? Are you kidding? <laughs> he,
0: he was like a, a bit confused at first. I was like, what? I told him that I liked his playing and that we should try and get together and see how it feels
3: it was really you know so emotional for me that like he's my you know one of my favorite musician in the world Amazing. which i listening every every day mm-hmm. and he's telling about my playing i i couldn't believe that and i was so inspired and so happy sure enough now he's like over
0: a year playing with me and we recorded our voles and he's really a wonderful piano player with a great sound My manager, Ray Jefford, has decided that he wants to celebrate my coming of 50 years, <laughs> my my turning into 50. Um, so at first I was like, hmm, I don't know, because you know? <laughs> it's weird enough to just be 50. But at the same time, I really love getting older and embrace my age as I feel great. Uh, and so the special thing about this year is that we're going to do 50 concerts in 50 different countries. One in every country. We are talking about going to Thailand and going to um, Singapore. We are talking about uh, Africa as well. And uh, it looks like it's going to be pretty diverse. And even in Europe, there'll be a few countries that I haven't visited yet. Of course, I'll be in the States, and it's going to cover most of the world. And um, there's many special things that we're doing this year. We did a survey with the fans. Uh, of the fifty favorite songs or tunes of mine, and we're going to do special shows, and you know, it's quite exciting to be honest. <laughs> January I'm recording um, the orchestra music or project, Evening with Cohen," which I've been touring and playing in the last few years and it has come to a point where it's so, it's so rich, so nice and so special that it's got to be recorded on a record and be presented more formally, you know other than shows, so we're doing that um, and there's new music written for that and uh, that's a very rich encompassing project for me it's like it feels when i do that it feels that i'm in like all of my elements almost it's like it's like the story of my life in a way you know the songs that i sing the arrangements the you know the instrumental music that is arranged for orchestra it's all coming together as this it really encompasses so much of me i feel was a dream for many years and also people have always hinted or said to me man your music sounds like it's uh, classical music some of it and uh, music for film or you know for years I heard that and I also was always attracted to that and had like a, a little dream about it and then again with the help of Ray Jefford we made it happen I remember when I started I was so overwhelmed and so nervous about every aspect of doing uh, this thing with a orchestra, and I got so nervous about it, but now I feel so much more confident. And, and in the last few years, I've done more than 20 concerts now, and not only that I'm not comfortable, I'm very comfortable with it. <laughs> I'm getting comfortable more and more with it. I just felt it last night, where I'm starting to really uh, find ways of uh, not only enjoying it, but working well, with the orchestra, the way I play, the way I sing with orchestra, it's a, it's an amazing vehicle. You said it's powerful, it's like it's like a rock band. When it rocks, it rocks, you know, it's like, it's so powerful, and the, the sonorities, and the, there's nothing like singing with an orchestra. It's, it's just so powerful. It's a wall of sound, and if you do it right, it's just, there's nothing like it. I work with the great French conductor, Bastian Steele. And I also work uh, with Alex Hansen, a Swedish, very talented uh, young conductor.
2: Well, the thing is, uh, this music, Abishai's music, works very well with an orchestra because it's hugely melodic music. There's a lot of melody. and, and I used to say to, to Abishai, he's got this bittersweet quality in his music which really suits the orchestra and suits the sounds from a symphony orchestra. So, so it's a good marriage between the symphony orchestra and Abishai's music. And also with very good re- arrangements for orchestra everything is uh, a very positive experience. And, and the orchestras react very well on this. Well, the next concert will be at the same
0: time we're going to record. We're going to record with the Gothenburg Symphony Orchestra in Sweden with uh, Lars Nilsson, which is my favorite uh, sound engineer, uh, recording engineer slash producer. He's done a lot of my records and he's an expert in recording orchestras. So it's going to be in Gothenburg at the end of January. There's going to be a concert and a recording of that project with uh, uh, Mark Juliana on drums.
1: To be honest, uh, I have not uh, been a part of this yet. Avishai has been um, obviously performing with with orchestras. Um, This will be my first time participating in it, and uh, I've certainly played some of these songs in the past, but never these exact arrangements or with the orchestra. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, joining this project and, uh, of course, being a part of the recording.
0: And I also work uh, with um, Alex Hansen. He's the one that is going to do the recording with us in that the, that concert.
2: Well, in Sweden, we say Göteborg. Okay, so but it, when, when you say it in English, they say Gothenburg. It's with the Swedish National Symphony Orchestra, which is a fantastic uh, orchestra. I've worked with the orchestra several times before. Uh, So everybody knows each other and that's a huge advantage.
0: I just wrote two new pieces for orchestra and there's a new arrangement for an an older piece called uh, Emotional Storm. So there's new music coming with this project as we are doing uh, those great arrangements of older music of mine, or uh, some of it newer, some of it older, but it's all pretty fresh because the way it's done with an orchestra is is so rich. It's something else. It's got its own own magic, yeah. In January, you will perform in Barcelona, Spain? Yeah, with Elchin and Mark. Yeah, we will do some gently disturbed tunes, of course. And also some of our voles and some other tunes of mine that uh, Mark was a, a part of, and or not even, but he uh, uh, learned the new music. I have a strong connection with Mark, you know? Anything we play, it feels very natural and, and just feels good, you know? I'm grateful for all the fans that I have around the world. It's still, and will be probably forever, very overwhelming to me how much the music has touched and touches people, reaches a real place in them. So, thank you for your uh, love to the music and your expressing it and coming to the shows. Without you, it wouldn't be alive. So, thanks. I'm greeting you with a happy new year.
3: Starting from the next episode Fans Hotline Is there something you always wanted to ask Avishai? Now you can At the end of each episode Avishai will answer your questions here in this podcast Send your questions to ForTheRecord at avishaicohen.com Selected fans will receive prices ranging from merchandise to concert tickets For more details check out our podcast page on avishaicohen.com Avishai's next concert dates are Gothenburg, Sweden, January 23rd. Barcelona, Spain, January 27th. If you want to stay up to date with Avishai's next concerts and the 505050 project, visit avishaikoen.com/505050.
0: Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you will know when our next episode is out. Until next time, my name is Barry Cohen and that was the first episode of Avishai Cohen's podcast, For the
1: Record.